Welcome to Romance Planning. I am Leslie Welch, and with me tonight is my husband. There he is. And we are back to normal after our Freaky Friday episode, which... Thank fucking goodness. Yes. That was rough for both of us. I mean, it wasn't just because you literally read every single adverb in that chapter... I thought it was important. I, it was some kind of weird performance you were doing. It's not a performance. This no. is a. I felt like Andy Kaufman was. This on is the a show. trope that's been well documented yes, throughout this true. podcast. Yeah, nobody wants to hear that though. Anyway, so uh, in the last episode, I to hear it. Adam read the chapter, and I tried to be him, and we both learned that things are better this way. That's right. Yeah, so happy to be back. It's like having a nice... Draped around your penis. Around your penis. Okay, I wouldn't know that. So in the last chapter, Johnny... You ain't living, baby. I know. Johnny Roulet is back in St. Louis. We learn that Nevada is engaged to his stepbrother, Malcolm. And He's kind of a squirrely little dude, isn't he? Well, come on. A little squirrely. Yeah, he can't help it. You know. He can He help is it. who he is. No. Living up there in the Listen, top of the ivory tower in academia. It well, it was probably pretty difficult to be a gay man in the late eighteen hundreds. And having uh, Johnny Roulet being your brother. I mean, he's probably sexually attracted to his brother. I mean... I am. I'm wouldn't... sure he is. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? You just really want some chest hair. I love a man with oh my some gosh. pubic chest hair. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of which, so I have chest hair as a Google alert, just in case I can find some articles to mm-hmm. help spread the word. and Spread the... Chest hairs... Anyway, I got legs. I too got two Google alerts. I think I sent them to Why don't you. You read them to us, Leslie. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh, they're. Wait, I have to find them. Okay. Well, I'm going to be over here, and we can entertain people with a little excerpt from a little movie I like to call. She has my card. I <gasps> Pretty woman. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Yeah. Just stand by. We are experiencing technical difficulties. They're not technical difficulties. Okay, I've got them. Okay. So, one of them was Got Chest Hair? Looking to host a straight guy with chest hair. I really want to just massage, suck, or jack. Your choice. Straight men with chest hair are a really big turn ellipsis. And I'm not opening that because I definitely don't want that in my heart. Well, you should wait till you're at work. (laughs) Yeah. That's this one-way ticket to uh, working at Starbucks across the street. Oh, they let you work remotely? That's nice. No, they don't. I would have to actually go in every day. Okay, uh, the other one was chest hair lovers. Older, looking for any age for daytime play. Handsome, all-around nice straight guy looking for some occasional fun. Loves to please the woman I am. Ellipses. All joking aside. Yeah. If we took this fucking podcast seriously, uh huh, we would contact those people and, and have them on the show. At the very least, like document the experience. Well, I have a surprise for you. I'm actually going to bring. I'm wearing condoms from now on. <laughs> what have you done? No, I did contact them, <laughs> and <laughs> stop it. Yes, uh, what his name is Harold Stroud. 
and I am going to bring him up right now. Hello? This is Harold Stroud. <laughs> that was a great bit. It was better in my mind. Was this an episode? Did we just have an episode of Great Bits? <laughs> that was the Leslie Pretends She's a Craigslist Guy Great Bit. You know, for a second, I thought maybe you had actually emailed somebody and gotten some kind of response, but really no. it was just you going, This is Harold Stroud. <laughs> Did you make up the name, too? Well, yeah. I thought I was going to be busted when I said the last name. That's just what came out. Well, but right. Stroudsburg, you know, that's where you're I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Harold Stroud. <laughs> Do you want to touch my chesters? <laughs> you know, you once won an acting contest and got to ride horses and meet Luke Perry. Like That's horses. the best you can do is... This is Harold Stroud. <laughs> That's disappointing. Well, I was just got so excited about it. No, I was I was legit with that acting and acting contest. And yeah, well, the years haven't been kind to your acting prowess, apparently. Well, excuse me. I can't. I can't excuse that. I digress. It's terrible. In chapter twenty nine, we learned that you know Quincy and uh, Malcolm have this big plan. To get all of the money that was left from Johnny's dad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. His name is We learned that because I told us. This is true. Do you want to do the recap or you're like, I'm out of there? No, I'm out of there. So Lou, in Louis' will, like you have to get married to inherit all of the, the money. So Louis. Johnny's dad. Like St. Louis? Yes. Not St. Louis? That's, Nan is very, you know, she's very good at making up names like me. <laughs> right. Harold Stroud. Okay, but she got to sit down and think about it. Like, you're just doing it off the cuff. I'm just riffing, so. yeah. No, but St. Saint Louis, Missouri, or St. Louis, Missouri? St. Louis, I don't, they may have called it St. Louis, though, back in the day. It's possible. You know, they they do weird stuff. Like, Dubois is prob- was probably Dubois. Dubois. Well, that's how right. it's spelled, Dubois. Bellefonte, Pennsylvania, where we lived for a year, was Bellefonte, probably. Bellefonte. Mm-hmm. So. But then you get a bunch of hicks living in there, and they're like, Bellefonte. Well, yeah, I just wanted to make, because I pronounced it, well, what did I say? Louis. Louis? Louis. What did I, I said Louis? Yeah. I think his Louis name Roulet? is Louis. Louis Roulet, yeah. Louis Louis Roulet. Listen, this place has the best steaks in Pinalas County. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that should go in there. Romance. Oh, yeah. Pinalas. Pi, pi, yeah, Pinalas. Pinalas Pinalas County. County. We can put that in the Romance Sure, we can. Okay. Anywho. Okay. Enough of that. Recap. Pine, uh, so now we know why Las. Quincy is pressuring Malcolm, and then she's like, Hey, you really need to step up your game and be a little more affectionate to Nevada, and you need to like maybe even do her before the wedding. You got to do her. There, there ain't no laws against right. it. Money is on the line. Which, if money was Gay so, or not. if money was so on the line, why wait six months before they or nine months before they get married? Like, just do it already. Or well, is it you six? Kept, you kept, uh, you know, pounding me. Pounding me hard, like you know, mm, 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 about this, and I thought you had some secret knowledge that you were gonna like lay down on my skull hole. 
But you don't know any better than I do, do you? No. Oh, yeah, I really thought you had something. Oh, I thought you meant I was pounding you to get married back in the day, and I was like, okay. Well, you were passive-aggressively, but I was talking about the book. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing, why I wanted to get married. Are you talking about the book now or back in the day? No, I'm talking about back in the day. Oh, yeah, you really wanted that bad. I think women do, and then you get married, and you're like, why was I so... What was the point? Yeah, that was kind of crazy. pretty much the same now as it was then. Although, good thing we did get married, because then I got pregnant, like yeah, six months yeah. after we got married. That's what the so jackhammer will do for that, you. Just got to be careful with that. <laughs> you know, it's a powerful tool. It is. It's a powerful tool. If you bring out the jackhammer, that, that tool has there been There are consequences. Forbidden. Yeah. Yeah. We don't use <laughs> that pregnancy. anymore. No. You've got to have a license to operate the jackhammer. That's right. We could put that in the Romancepedia. Okay. I don't know if I actually want that out there, because now it's out there. And this. Jack Hammer license. All right. So, blah, blah, blah. Get one. We learned that Nevada has this a bunch of money, up. and that's going to come into play here. Yeah. So, chapter 30 starts. Uh, Nevada confronts Johnny before breakfast. She, like, heads him off at the stairs, and she's like... Don't you have some gambling game to go to? Get the hell out of here. And he's like, oh, do you want to come with me, Lady Luck? And Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But, you know, now that she's a lady, she can't even entertain the thought. She's like, ew, never. I would never go into a gambling oh, I think she's parlor. entertaining the thought. Uh, <sighs> right. But her ladiness is just blocking that right now. She must have a huge ladiness. Yeah, her ladiness She's got is a, ginormous. Look at my ladiness. It is enormous. She grew up, you know, because like after a year, you're just a completely different person. Right. It's like, here's my ladiness. That's not I, very good. I don't good. know what no. that was. That didn't that work out. That's not a good one at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's not that big after all. So, yeah. Anyway, she gets so mad that her blue eyes flash <sighs> fire. Can you... They flash fire, Adam. Yes, sir. Right. Can you take a moment, though, as a writer... Yeah. Can you explain a little bit why this book sucks so bad? As a mediocre writer, I would like to say that it's... There's just a lot of cliche in here. You know, there's nothing really new. But that's that's what these books are like. I see. I... I don't have a problem with that. When I you forced me to read the last chapter, chapter 29, mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem with the clichédness of it. Like, sure, you got the scoundrel, and then you got the, oh, you know, how dare you, but she really want like, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? I'm talking about the writing, like the actual words, like one word next to the other word is just bad. It's, it's just not- shitty, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it it is bad. Bad, Listen, my friend. That's easy to say, but this is not shitty writing. Quincy was assuring sh- her anxious son that Johnny's unwanted press would not endanger their well-laid plans. Okay. Uh, right. It's very contrived, but I will Pres- say... Okay, but what's press Precious? No. Listen. Is listen it a to te- it. It's a typo. Yeah. Quincy yeah. was assuring her anxious son that Johnny's unwanted presence would not endanger their well-laid plans. Oh, I don't know. Presence. 
presence. Okay. There's a random apostrophe. Oh yeah, there. This, that's, like, okay, this book was what the fuck? converted. They probably ran like OCR on it to like quickly convert it to well, not a digital bad. copy. It's not that bad. Because I'll tell you what, in the eighties, did you ever see Romancing the Stone? The movie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, what? How did Kathleen? What's her name? Give her agent the script or her book. I don't remember. Okay. Well, she's typing it like on pieces of paper with a typewriter and she puts it in a box with a, you know, with basically a ream of paper and she's like, here it is. Here's my book, my latest right, book. Right, sure. That's how that was done in the 80s. They didn't have digital copies. So making these books, it's amazing that you can get this book digitally, that they <sighs> even converted it. So you're going to end up with crazy like characters like Prishesh. I don't know. So anyway, Nevada gets so mad that her blue eyes <laughs> flash fire. That's what you're saying, basically. Yeah, they're flashing fire. fire. So you know it's serious. She is mad as hell and she's not going to take it anymore. So then they're all sitting at breakfast and Johnny starts... He's sitting next to her. And he starts pressing his thigh on her. Yeah, it's kind of gross. So she pulls away, but he like puts his foot on her skirt and like traps her there. So he's like rubbing his thigh. You know, it's gross in an entirely different way than we're used to from Johnny Roulette. It though. just reminds me of riding the Metro because I swear every disgusting man that sat next to me was rubbing his thigh on me. Well, of course he wants a little taste, <sighs> but Johnny Roulette has never been like that. He's been all like anti Nevada slash Marie Hamilton. Right. And now, now all of a sudden he's her. rubbing up on there. Right. He's like a cat. An old cat. That's an old cat. So now that he can't, now that he can't have it, he wants it real bad. Is that what you're saying? Well, obviously that's the idea. But okay, here we've got a solid gold quote coming up. Are you ready? That's an old cat. Solid gold quote time. Oh, is this an episode of Solid Gold Quote Time? Yes. All and right. today on Solid Gold can't Quote wait. Time, we have this quote. She was furious. He enjoyed her fury. <laughs> Thank you, Nan. Thank you, Nan. <laughs> and that was solid gold quote time. <laughs> I'm sorry because uh, you talking you two to me had a new episode finally after oh, like a year and a half that came out good. today. So I'm all about the uh, little like episodes within episodes. Yeah, I know you like that. Love that. That's a good shtick. I like it. We can That's adopt a good it. Stick. Yeah, I'll take it. I don't care. Obviously, nothing's sacred, and you can just take whatever you want. You know, we never told people why we do thank you, Nan. Thank you, Nan. Why do we do that? Well, when I was just a wee lass, and this was, <laughs> this was before I had girls fighting over me. <laughs> yeah, it was a couple years before. It's probably, I would say, one to two years before... I had at least two girls fighting over me. Yeah. Uh, you know, mommy left the nest. Parents got divorced. Yeah. Uh, daddy's trying to clean the house. Now, he's only got one vacuum and there's two floors. Ugh. So you can imagine what the issue is. Well, yeah. Especially because he's it? a man and he he has to carry the vacuum up the stairs. 
Right. So and the, he's a man, so he's weak. And, right. Yeah. So what's the problem there? You need a second vacuum. You need a second vacuum. Right. You can't be dragging the vacuum up and down the stairs. Mm-hmm. So old, fa- not family friend, old friend of his from back in the day, back when things were really shitty and, you know, you're hanging out on Hipsy Gap Road and, Ugh. you know, it's like deliverance is there and people are telling you to squeal like a piggy all the time. Uh, one of his, you know, old friends. Uh, had a son, hulking boob of a man, <laughs> who hulking showed up boob. at the door selling vacuums. vacuum cleaners. Now, Were this, they Kirby vacuum cleaners? Kirby vacuum cleaners. Excellent vacuums. Yes. Uh, they're upright. Uh, and we had one of those ones, what do you even a call canister. it? canister. Canister. On the floor, you got to drag it around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get the but they're more thing. powerful. Well, okay. Yeah. That's like your opinion, man, but whatever. Okay, speed it up. And uh, hulking boob of a man. He's certainly not a smart man. Um, probably six four, long, scraggly, curly blonde hair, t-shirt, uh, white tennis shoes, and he's selling vacuums. But he's tr- obviously training to sell vacuums because he's got a guy with him who's you know in a rumpled suit, but has obviously been doing this a while, older, mm-hmm. trying to show him the ropes. They come in. They're throwing, like, flour and Frito crumbs all over our carpet and trying to vacuum it up. And (laughs) hulking boob of a man is just making a mockery of this thing. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's too stupid to figure out the vacuum. And it's just an embarrassment. Everybody's uncomfortable. I'm, like, eight years old, and I'm uncomfortable (laughs) watching it. Like, what the fuck is going on? But, you know, my dad's, like... Well, it's, you know, my childhood friend's son, so okay, I don't want to tell him to, like, scram, you right. know? That's what they said in the 50s, right? Yeah. And so the guy in the rumpled suit is trying to coach the hulking boob. Be like, okay, well, you don't want to put that many Frito crumbs into the carpet because, okay, okay, thank you. Try to vacuum them up. It's like, well, actually, you have to undo the hose here and... Oh, thank, thank you, Al. <laughs> and then, you know, Rumpled Suit Man, who's only like 5'8 or something, so like hulking boob is like towering over him, and he's just a horrible, ugly, beastly mass of a man. Right. He just keeps like fucking everything up, and it's like when, uh, what's his name in Napoleon Dynamite is trying to show the Tupperware, and he backs over the piece of Tupperware, Kip, oh, and yeah. it's like, just smash, he's like, Right. So this was away. Kip and Uncle Rico selling vacuums. Yeah, but it was more like Uncle Rico was the one. Like Uncle Rico and actually knew blade. how to sell it. Yes, like combine <laughs> Uncle Rico right. with Sling Blade, but without any of the charm of either of those two. Thank you, Adam. Right for that story. And then every time he was fucking it up, and Al would be like, "Okay, actually, you have to thank you, Al." And it's just like, "Holy fuck." <laughs> There you go. There you go. There's your thank you, Al, story. Well. I could go on about that, dude. Yeah, well, I we've think gotta, we're going to stop it. And it's kind of, stop you know, it. it's kind of appropriate for, uh, quote unquote, romance-planing. That's right. Me and Joss Whedon went up there and had a time. But anyway, that's for another episode. Let's so, continue. Thank you, Nan. She was thank furious you, and he enjoyed her fury. So then Johnny's like, I have to go into town to do some business, and hey, Malcolm, can I ride along with you? And Nevada's totally ready for him to try to be like, come with me, because I need you to go gambling to make me some money. But instead, he's like, hey, Miss Annabelle, do you want to come? 
And then Nan describes, Johnny gets up and Miss Annabelle's like, yes, let's go. So then Nan describes Johnny's outfit and get, you're going to love this. Are you ready? Oh, I was born ready. He's wearing a blousy sleeved white linen shirt open at the throat. Of course. Why? Like a pirate. Why? Why is that helpful? Because it pulled snugly across his broad chest. There's no chest hair. Oh, shit. I know. She missed an opportunity here. But here we go. His trousers were stretched almost in. But wait, hold on. Get your little boing ready. Well, don't tell me what the sound I'll effect. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Leslie. His trousers were stretched almost indecently over his lean flanks. <laughs> Is his that F L A N X? No, K S. F-L-A-N-X-X. And long legs. F-L-A-N-X-X-X, triple X. Well, Johnny, that's That's quite an outfit you've got on there with your pirate and your tight pants. Look out, St. Louis. And I'm assuming she's trying to get across that he is wearing really outdated old clothes that he had. Thank you. Thank well, you. it's three minutes and 45 seconds. So I don't know what to that, do. Well, I would stop I it. St- okay. That's what I would do. <laughs> well, I did. The, thank you. Good. Thank you, Leslie. <laughs> You're welcome. So then, um, yeah, they start going out to the car, and then Johnny suddenly shouts gleefully, adverbly, mm-hmm. when he sees an old African-American gentleman, and he's like, Jess, is that you? And then we have a lot of really bad stereotypical dialogue straight out of Gone with the Wind. It's super embarrassing to even read it. Like, he's saying, like, my lord, as a seeing things, I show is. I mean, it's one thing for uh, Samuel Clemens to do that shit. But in 1989, <sighs> for Nan to do it, I think at that well, point I mean, we've makes, moved on. It right? makes sense. Uh, yeah. that. It's just completely not acceptable today. But this is another problem in literature. I mean, it's almost 30 years ago. I know. Things are a lot different. I mean, you could not binge watch uh, episodes of The Office on Netflix 30 years ago. So just think about that for a second. Batman starring Michael Keaton was still in theaters. Right. Did you know my mom dated Michael Keaton's brother? I know your mom dated Michael Keaton. (laughs) Of course. His brother. Yeah. Harry Keaton. Harry Stroud Keaton. No, his last name is not Keaton. It's actually, I think it's Douglas. It's Stroud. It's Stroud. Harry Stroud, Harold Douglas Stroud. Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but you'll be glad to know that in three long strides, Johnny reached the stooped old man and Nevada watched transfixed as they laughed and hugged. So he is, his love knows no colors and he is a man of the world and that impresses Nevada. Maybe he's just pitying that right. person. Even though Nan obviously does have some <laughs> issues with race and stereotypes. What the hell are you putting on Nothing. now? Nothing. I'm okay. just watching movies. I'm oh, sorry. All right. Well, so then Malcolm turns to Nevada and he's like, goodbye, dear. See you this evening. And he kisses her on the cheek. And then as Malcolm's getting into the car, because he's driving Johnny and Miss Annabelle to the town. Wait, driving? Yeah. They have a car. Oh, and the... What? In a vehicle. Yeah, they have a car. A Lando or whatever. I don't know what that means. But And then Johnny... I think that's a Land Rover. Yeah, it's a Land Rover. They got it from England. Then Johnny does the same thing while Malcolm's getting in... It's a horse in... and carriage. No, they're in a car. What? 
the fuck are you talking about? Oh, no, I guess you're right. This late, took place wait. in the 1860s, for God's sake. No, it's the late 18... It's the 1870s. Oh, yeah, so 19... Okay, when's the car come out? Like, 1908? Like, well, I mean, you had some probably in the 1890s, maybe, like, first okay. models. Like, 1908, 1910, that's when, like, Henry Ford was perfecting the assembly line but you had cars before that but not in the 1860s okay you're right you're right you're right let me i'm looking up lando what's a lando lando's not a system he's a man you know gambler car oh it's one of those old carriages it's like on the um wells fargo it's a horse and buggy it's a horse and carriage it's a horse and you're right See, I did not read a lot of Louis L'Amour, so I just assumed that was some kind of early car. But you're right. It would be a Ford. I'm so stupid. I'm just a dumb woman. Look at me. I don't know nothing about no cars. (laughs) All right. So then anyway, as Malcolm's getting into the horse and buggy, (laughs) Johnny does the same exact thing. He's like, goodbye, dear. See you this evening. And then he kisses her cheek. And then he adds, we'll find a card game. Lady Luck. And he needs it. money. Yeah, he needs some money. And that's it. That is our chapter. Adam, what did you learn? Hmm. Well, I've <laughs> I've learned that despite your proximity to Luke Perry, you make a disappointing Harold Stroud. <laughs> I know that you have to be careful with Google Alerts, especially on company time. Yes. I know a jackhammer is a powerful tool. Oh my gosh, it really I is. I know why 80s books suck now. <laughs> um, I've, I know that I have to be careful reminiscing about a hulking boob and a rumpled suit because they make a shitty sales team. Mm-hmm. And I still don't really know what a Lando is. Is it a system? Is it a man? Is it a car? It's Is a it a horse and buggy? Carriage. You know? Yeah. Could go either way. Any of those ways. That's pretty much what I've learned. You did a great job. I'm so Thanks. proud of you. Thanks. Oh, well, thank you for joining us for Romance Splaining. We'll be back at it again in two days. So we'll see you then. I'm Leslie Welch. And that's Adam. Ah, oh, so comfortable now. Yeah. We'll see you it later. It is comfortable, isn't it? It's comfortable. So comfortable. <laughs> mm.